Welcome to the Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. Today we're going to bring you a message from a series with Pastor Jackie as she shared a series about freedom. These messages has to do with freedom from lust and freedom from the flesh. Paul talked about that in the book of Galatians chapter 5, that if we would walk in the Spirit, we will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. Every believer is going to be challenged. Pastor Jackie tells us how to overcome and get free from the power of lust and the power of the desires of our own flesh. Take a moment and listen to this message carefully and come and go with us as we walk in the light of God's Word. Lust is a powerful, persuasive force that seeks to ensnare the heart and the mind. It can wreak havoc on our lives, leading us to make poor decisions and causing us to feel empty and unfulfilled. But as for Christians, understanding how to overcome lust is essential to maintaining a close relationship with God and living a life that is honoring to God. In our text this morning from Romans chapter 13, starting at the 12th verse, the Apostle Paul has provided us with a clear path to find freedom from the destructive grift of lust in our life. Romans chapter 12, would you, chapter 13, I'm sorry, would you read with me? Romans chapter 13, verses 12. It says, the night is almost gone. And the day is near. Therefore, let's rid ourselves of the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let's behave properly as in the day, not in carousing, not in drunkenness, not in sexual promiscuity, not in debauchery, not in strife and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provisions for the flesh in regards to lust. Now, when we look at our text this morning, Paul begins by emphasizing the urgency of the situation. He is reminding us, first and foremost, that Jesus is returning quickly. Let me say that one more time. Jesus is returning quickly. And when he does, both darkness and the deeds of darkness will be judged without mercy. And what I believe that Paul was saying in the passage, he was saying to us, stop being spiritually sleepy and put on the armor of light. In other words, Paul was saying, wake up, church. He was saying, come alive, church. It's it's, it's time for action. We cannot afford to procrastinate when it comes to dealing with the issues of lust in our lives. We see there's the only way to overcome our desires of the flesh is to and to live completely and victoriously. We have to literally put on the armor of light. 
as a soldier prepares for battle by putting on his armor, we are called to clothe ourselves with the armor of life, which is Christ Jesus himself. We are to put on this armor, and I believe at least two specific ways. Firstly, it requires us to put on the Lord Jesus. When you put on the Lord Jesus, first and foremost, you have to render yourself to him. You have to give your life to him. You have to accept him as your Lord and Savior. Then as we begin to put on Jesus, that's that's the first step of putting on Christ. We live, begin to live by faith in him, and we seek to reflect him in all of our actions and our attitudes. By living in obedience to God's command and walking in his truth and allowing his light to guide us and our actions and our decision-making process. See, the Bible tells us that we are equipped to resist temptation. We are equipped to resist sin. We are equipped to resist lust and to live in a manner that honors God. See, when you come over to the side of the Lord, God prepares you. In other words, he readies you. He gives you everything that you need to walk out a victorious life. We are equipped to overcome all of the strongholds of the enemy that the enemy wants to use in our lives and keep us defeated and keep us attached to sin. The word of God says, when we put on this arm. He says, you're equipped for battle. And secondly, we do not make plans to gratify the desires of the flesh, which will counteract being clothed in Christ. In other words, what he says, listen, he say, don't make no provisions for the flesh. If you're going to put on the armor of God, which is a defensive weapon, you're going to put it on and it will allow you to defeat the darkness of lust. It'll help you resist temptation. It'll begin to guard your heart and your mind. But what did he say? You have to put it on. And see, when you put it on, I believe we have to constantly put it on. It's a daily thing. You just can't put him on next month. Yes, he's in you, but you got to keep on putting on Christ each and every day. We need him so that we can defeat the snares of the enemy. The enemy comes to defeat us, but God has given us a defensive weapon. I'm reminded of what 2 Corinthians chapter 10 says. He says, for the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through who? Christ, to the pulling down of strongholds. What does that mean? That means that the weapons that God has given us has divine power to destroy the strongholds of the enemy. In other words, it has divine power to destroy lust in in our lives. God's weapon has power. 
And then he tells us as we travel to the 13th verse, Paul urged us to behave decently as in the daytime. I kind of wonder why Paul had to tell the church to behave decently. He says, I I need you to behave decently as in the daytime, not in the dark. So what was he saying? He was saying there are some things that are going on in the dark. There are some things that we should not be doing. There's some uh, attitudes. There's some ways that we have that the Lord is saying, listen, I need you to begin to behave decently like you are, first of all, the children of the light. I need you to act like me. I need you to take on me. I need you to act like it is day and it is not night. That means we live a life of integrity, moral purity, even when nobody else is watching us. Even when nobody else is in the room. That means that we live to honor God. We behave decently. We avoid sin at all costs. We're not intentionally engaging in sin, but we avoid it at all costs. We reject sinful behaviors in our life. He says behave decently. You know how you tell your kids when we go over here, I want y'all to behave yourself. And if you misbehave, you're going to see me when I get home. But act like I taught you something. I believe the Holy Spirit is telling us this morning, I am in you. You need to begin to act like that the light of God is on the inside of you. And behave yourself. Don't revert to the flesh. Don't allow the flesh to manipulate you and to control you. He says, behave yourself as you are students and children of the light. In verse 14, it says this. He says, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provisions for the flesh in regards to lust. What is he saying? He says, close yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ. Offers a powerful antidote to lust. He says, listen, I'm already giving you the armor. I'm giving you everything that you need to have to be an overcomer so that you don't have to be defeated by lust. He says, listen, I am preparing you so that you are ready for battle. You are to enclose yourself with Christ, meaning to allow God's character, his love, and his righteousness to permeate every aspect of your life. In other words, you're going to walk around and look like little Jesus is in the earth. You're going to have the same attributes, the same attitude, the same behavior. You know, there used to be something they would say a little tag line what would Jesus do you have to ask yourself when you step in circumstances and situations in your life what would Jesus do some of us need to say daily what would Jesus say how would Jesus act what am I supposed to do you ought to be able to ask say that listen I am a son and daughter of the most high king and I am walking in the light See, when we make Christ a focus, the desires of the flesh loses its grip on us. See, you can't think about your fleshly desires and think about him at the same time. 
I beg to differ. You can't do it. Sometimes we do it on Sunday. We think about him on Sunday. But on Monday, it's all about us. On Tuesday, it's all about my desires. On Wednesday, I may give him a little bit of time. But on Thursdays, it's back on me. On Saturdays, it's all about me. But then on Sunday mornings, we say, okay, God, now it's about you. No, it should be about him seven days a week. You got to give God your everything. You got to sacrifice your all to the Lord. You got to say, God, I'm not holding nothing back. We sung a song early. We said, listen, I don't want to hold anything back. I stood there and said, God, is there anything that we're holding back from you? Are we giving you everything that uh, we need to give to you? And see, but God desire us to walk in the light. His word has given us strategies so that we can defeat the enemy in our lives. This is Jared G. Martin, and thank you once again for joining us as we have brought the word of God to you. And we are hopeful that your life has been enriched and that you have been encouraged. It is such a privilege to come to you no matter where you are. You may be in your home or your automobile or your place of business. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can do so by going to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can also join us on our website at LOWCF. Dot O-R-G. Again, that's L-O-W-C-F dot O-R-G. And as always, I invite you to be our guest at The Light of the World. We meet each Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Humble Road. If you're in Atasca Cedar, Kingwood, Summerwood, Fall Creek, North Houston, Northeast Houston, you're in our neighborhood. Come and be our guest. I want to remind you that the Beacon Christian Bookstore is located right here on our campus. Almost every Christian bookstore in our city has closed, but we have an inventory of Bibles, communion supplies, Sunday school books, offering envelopes, study materials, or whatever you might need. Call the Beacon at 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.